Waka. Hello, I'm B. Nicole, and this is Buried on the Tundra. I wish to acknowledge that I record this podcast on the ancestral land of the Yupik Chupik people. I acknowledge this is not only in thanks to the indigenous communities who have held relationships with the land for generations, but also in recognition of the historical and ongoing legacy of colonialism. Additionally, I acknowledge this as a point of reflection for all of us as we work towards dismantling colonial practices. Before we begin today's episode, I'd like to take a moment of silence for the victims of Rob Elementary in Uvalde, Texas. Thank you. Today we're venturing upriver to Sleep Mute. Sleep Mute is actually Athabascan. It's 166 miles northeast of Bethel. The population was 95 in 2020. In a previous census, there were 33 households and 25 families residing in the village. The racial makeup at the time was at 11% white and 89% Alaska Native. The median household income was 15000 and the median income for a family was $20,417. About 47.4% of families and 57.7% of the population were living below the poverty line. Recently, Sleep Mute made the news for flooding that was caused from the breakup of the Kuskokwim River. Alcohol Spectrum Disorder, FASD, affects 1 in 20 people in the United States. According to the Alaska State Government, 112.9 per every 10,000 babies born in Alaska are born with FASD. Alaska is believed to have the highest rates of FASD than any other state in the United States. Over 120 individuals are diagnosed with FASD each year in Alaska. It is commonly misdiagnosed as ADHD, bipolar disorder, or autism. Individuals with FASD may experience low body weight, poor coordination, learning disabilities, attention difficulties, executive functioning deficits, problems with development of their heart, kidneys, or skeletal system, growth deficits, and the characteristic facial features. About 35% of individuals with FASD are incarcerated in their lifetime. At 2 a.m. on September 26, 2012, Colton Zakar used an axe to break down a door. Zakar covered his face with a blanket and attacked a woman. She was kidnapped and raped by Zakar. 
Then, Sakar's family helped him hide for two and a half days before troopers arrested him. But this was not the first time Sakar has been in trouble with the law. At the age of 12, Sakar was charged with underage drinking. At 16, he had raped his 62-year-old aunt and burned down her home. He was charged with third-degree assault and was sent to McLaughlin Youth Center in Anchorage. He was released in May of 2009. By October of 2009, he was arrested again for weapons misconduct and served 30 days. In February of 2010, at the age of 19, Zakhar was arrested again for attacking his cousin, who was the son of the aunt whose house he had burnt down with a knife. This was his first felony as an adult. By March 2011, he was sentenced to 16 months plus another five months for weapons charges. Since he had already been in jail from the time of his arrest, till his court dates and sentencing. He was released in April of 2011. Zakar was then arrested within the month for drinking. In August of 2011, he had broken into a Bethel woman's home. He was arrested for burglary and robbery. The state fought for Zakar not to receive bail. They lost, and he was able to post bail August of 2012. The day he was set to stand trial for the burglary and rob robbery in Bethel, he attacked the woman in sleep mute. Dakar hasn't gone more than 90 days outside of jail without hurting others. For the September of 2012 attack, he was charged with sexual assault, kidnapping, assault, and other charges. He was convicted of these charges on June of 2014. His defense was that he is diagnosed with FASD and has weak impulse control. The prosecutor wrote, quite simply, the defendant is a complete sociopath who, if ever allowed out of custody, will continue his pattern of attacking lone females in their homes physically assaulting them, raping them, and threatening to kill them. The prosecutor asked for Zakhar to be labeled as a worst offender and received 99 years in prison. On January 16, 2015, at the age of 24, Zakhar was sentenced to 61 years in prison with 10 years suspended. Alaska does not allow time off for good behavior on charges of sex crimes, which are 55 of the 61 years he is sentenced for. You can find case pictures, source materials, and a case map showing you the locations of each of the villages I've talked about. Go to buriedonthetundra.com. You can follow me on Facebook at Buried on the Tundra. You can also follow me on Instagram at Buried on the Tundra Podcast. Like, subscribe, review the podcast on whatever platform you're using. 
Next week, we're going to look at a case of a home invasion in Alucnock. If you'd like to suggest a case, please send an email to buriedonthetundra at gmail.com. Warmest wishes from the coldest state.